Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you remember when we were friends in the 80s? In the 80s. Do you remember when we was friends back then? It was acceptable then. Those 40 years have gone so fast now. We're too old cunts making a podcast. Just talking about when we were friends in the 80s. In the 80s. Remembering when we were young in the 80s. You alright? Yeah, I'm alright. You alright? Yeah, I'm alright. August 1981. Yeah. We're getting straight into it, and I don't know. Do we do normally do small talk? It's really weird, because we've been speaking about some of the things that we want to talk about, and the thing that is apparent is, by the time we finish recording, I'm a bit pissed. Uh, so I wake up the next day with a bit of anxiety, of thinking, what have I said, and what did I stop you from saying? Or what did <laughs> I not, maybe not stop you from saying? No, no, with you it's normally, what did I laugh at that I don't want people to know that I laughed about? <laughs> yes. Um, and yet we normally, and, and so I, I forget lots of stuff that we've spoken about. So I was like, have we spoke about that? And he was like, yeah, we spoke about that on like one of the other episodes. Um, but I think today there's quite a lot to discuss. I've got some good notes. I'm, I'm, I'm fully prepped for this one. Um, so we cut out all the preamble then? What's the normal preamble? Well, it's just kind of, he just asked me if I've been up to anything. Have you been up to anything? No, not really. Should we just get on with it tonight? Yeah, let's do that. Um, right, so are we going to start with films? We always do, don't we? Okay, right. Been on, been on movie phone, have you? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also like to shout out and, uh, uh, and thank um, Leon uh, Rowland, uh, mutual friend, um, because... I excitedly showed you um, the signed picture that he got me for my uh, belated birthday of uh, 21B Medical Droid, yeah. signed by... Um, Your old man. By my dad. And, uh, and yeah, and, and he's, as an avid listener of this podcast, uh, I felt a bit guilty that I didn't uh, shout him out on there. Well, um, you didn't feel guilty until he messaged you, making you feel guilty, and guilted you into it, and that's why you've mentioned him. Hi, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> so now I feel really guilty. And so oh, he was cunting you off before we started, so I've got to mention him. Like, what kind of big baby is he that needs a fucking mention? <laughs> Cheers, Leon. Um, anyway, right, films. So but there's a couple. 
There was a load of... I mean, I don't know how many you've got, but I looked through it and I hadn't heard of any of them apart from two. Well, I'd, I'd, heard, I'd heard of three. Right, all right. But I'd only seen one. Okay, so what's the third that you know that I haven't got? Um, it was uh, the French uh, lieutenant's woman. Is that a porno? <laughs> it sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Fran- no, no, it's got Meryl Streep in, isn't it? And oh, right. Jeremy Irons. He, he, he's not that shy about getting his plonker out, I don't think. All the time. Yeah. More out than him. Well, yeah, I haven't seen it, so I don't... He's cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Was he... Where was... was he in... Was he in Lolita? Was that like one of his breakthrough roles? Oh, I don't know. He was in Brides Every Visited or something like that, wasn't he? Was that him? I don't really know. And he's just one of them posh fucking... He just looks like a posh bloke, yeah. doesn't he? That's like a bit debonair. Yeah. He was like pre-Hugh Grant, wasn't he? he? He was. He was the precursor to Hugh Grant in a lot of ways. What other posh blokes are there that are a bit debonair? Richard E. Grant. Yeah. That other cunt from Brides Every Visited. <laughs> Michael, what's his name? Fish. <laughs> <laughs> no, who's was in Marillion, wasn't he? Like... <laughs> Can you remember when we met Fish from Marillion? Yeah. <laughs> that pub along from the um, from the town and country. Was it uh, in the Bull and Gate, wasn't it? Yeah. We told some elaborate lies that day, didn't we? Did we? They were shutting the town and country club. And oh, yeah. We, we went to the demonstration, didn't we? So Why? We must have just been in town. No, we went up because no, no, we went up to the to the demonstration to stop them shutting the town and country club. Because I remember being there. They gave us all placards and that. And uh, we were all, like, just banging these placards on the floor and going, save the TNC, save the TNC. And the news crews turned up, yeah. and they interviewed Courtney Pine yeah. right in front of where we were standing. And so we was going, like, while he was being interviewed, we were going, save the TNC. Courtney is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> we were. Oh, I've not thought about that. We were. Did we get interviewed and say that we was Nitzer Reb? I weren't the one that used to say I was in a famous band that I wasn't. That was you and Dennis. Yeah. Was Dennis with us that day? Probably, if someone said we were in Nitzreb. But I remember, like, having a picture with Fish, a.k.a. Derek Dick of Marillion. Yeah. Uh, he was a unit, wasn't he? He was a big, he was a big old unit, wasn't he? But, um, he must have gone about, what, six foot eight? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a lot bigger than us, and we're, we're quite tall, aren't yeah. we? Well, do you know what? Did we... I'm sure we said we was in Nitzreb, and I know that like I'm I can tell a story, but like I would never have kind of pushed. When we went to Paris, did Dennis start the EMF story? Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, because he's got some front, right? Because I ain't suggesting I was Brad Pitt back then, right? He weren't by a <laughs> long shot. And there was one band that was made up of a lot of very good-looking young men, and that was EMF. No, apart from Ian from EMF, who, who Dennis did actually he look did like. He did actually look like Ian from EMF, didn't he? Um, so the story goes here that we'd... It was a weird thing, wasn't it? We decided that... Um, was it New Year's Eve? Was we going to go to Spain for New Year's Eve? I don't, I don't remember that. I just remember in January... It was fucking bleak, and so we decided we were going to go to France. And because Calais weren't exotic enough, because it was just a booze cruise place, we decided we were going to go to Boulogne. And uh, 
we got there, it was like the 16th of January or something. It was freezing fucking cold. At half past four in the evening, it was completely fucking dark and everything was shut and it was just shit. We just got there and there was just nothing open. And so you and them went, oh, come on, drive us to Paris. It's the universal city of love. And so we ended up driving. It sounds like porkies. <laughs> yeah, but in the back of our minds, it was, got to get lead, got to get, get lead. lead. Got to get lead. <laughs> so we drove to Paris, didn't we, in the dark. Yeah. And got there, and it was obviously fucking dark, because it was the middle of the fucking night. And everything was shut. And everything was shut. And we slept, we found this, like, lay-by on a fucking, next to an housing estate or something, and just slept in the lay-by, didn't we? Yeah. And it was fucking freezing, wasn't it? So cold. Because it's the middle of January. And I remember waking up, because we told Den that we didn't mind him having the back seat, and he thought we'd done him a favour, and then the minute he went to sleep, we reclined the seats about <laughs> a fucking centimetre from the top of his head. Just pinned him in place. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember waking up in the middle of the night and there was like ice on the inside of the windows yeah. and it was so fucking cold. But the story goes that after that we we was basically we we didn't have enough we didn't have enough money did we? We didn't like I think me and you might have had about 50 quid each. Yeah. And then had 17 quid. Yeah. So we didn't have enough money for really to get a hotel or, or anything did we? No, but that weren't on the plans. I don't know what the plans were, but we planned to stay for for a couple of nights, haven't we? Yeah, and I, I remember like getting like the next day being in Paris and like and, and getting all excited going in a French shop, and we bought loads of like little beer blondes, didn't we? Yeah, uh, and and a couple of baguettes. Yeah, <clears throat> and and I don't remember eating anything other than baguettes and lager, like them little bottles of lager, all the time we was out there. We went in Burger King. That's where we met them girls, wasn't it? No, that no. was at the Pair Lachaise. No, no, no. Arc de no. Triumph. Um, yeah, Arc de Triumph. It was the grave of the fucking... Unknown soldier. Unknown soldier, and then was trying to light a fag off it. There's a flame that burns under the Arc de Triumph, which is the, the flame of the unknown soldier. And whilst everyone was standing there being very respectful, uh, our, our friend Dent leant over and tried to light his snout off of it. That was frowned upon, wasn't it? Yeah. And there was um, a couple of American girls um, that, for some reason... You just happened to start talking to them. Well, I can't yeah. remember how we happened to start talking to them. We just must have struck up a conversation. Because me and you weren't the sort of per- people that would go up and start talking to girls. Dennis would. We definitely weren't the type of people that would have gone up to someone in a foreign country and just said, get your cunt out. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely wouldn't have um, made little signs in French and held them up at the window. <laughs> Why do I remember that? Oh, fucking hell. Um, but I remember that these, these two American girls started chatting to us. And I don't remember how the story started, but... No, because... We was in my old fucking Ford Escort estate. Yeah. Which I think had a different colour bonnet by that point. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was battered, wasn't it? And, um, that's, uh, yeah, then started saying to them that we'd become estranged from our, from our band. That's right. And we were, we were driving across France trying to catch up with a tour bus and they said, what's the name of your band? And you was about to say serious problem and then just went EMF. <laughs> And they went, oh, God, we know EMF. They've been number one in the States. 
at that point, I remember just thinking, I'd love to, in, in all honesty, I'd love to say that I, I was thinking, oh, you idiot then. But their excited response, I just thought, nice one, then. <laughs> <laughs> and But I think quite quickly, by that evening, because they were really nice, weren't they? Yeah. And, like, and they said that we could stay at their hotel if their, their, the, the, the manager of the hotel would leave at 11 and would be back at 6 or something like that. So Yeah, we had to be out at like half five or something. Yeah, but it was like, we're going to get to sleep on a floor in the warm. So we didn't yeah. care, did we? But You've missed out the bit where we went round the Louvre and you were just making lots of thoughtful comments about the pictures trying to... What was that? <laughs> I don't remember this. Go on. I know, you just should be you putting all your best moves, like pretending to be interested in art. Oh, was I? Yeah. I thought you were saying I was just being really rude about stuff. No. Nah. I was trying to make out I yeah, was like... Yeah, you being like really personable, like someone that belonged in an art exhibition. See, I'm a culture dude. No, you weren't. You are just not in your old kid trying to get smelly fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I remember that afternoon whilst probably walking around um the gallery going to a you know that we're not really in EMF. Yeah. And I think they kind of worked that out yeah, by they then. Yeah, they worked out, hadn't they? And like and then I think I must have caught up with you independently and the other girl and sort of, it was appear that apparently we were all on the same page, but we decided we wasn't going to tell Dan. No, just <laughs> And just encourage some more lies. To the point where he was talking about being backstage at the Freddie Mercury tribute gig. They're like ripping a sink off the wall backstage at the Freddie Mercury tribute gig. <laughs> oh, that's incredible, Dennis. Well done. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, um, I, I just I, I, we didn't poll, and I was like, ah, oh. and I, I was just, I, I just thought that like I was going to go there, I was going to fall in love. It was the international, it, it was the, uh, the the love capital of the world. We when we was in Burger King as well. Can you remember I said we was chatting to them girls in there, and I said I'll tell them that um, we think they're nice because obviously you can speak French. Yeah. You told them that we interfere with animals or something, didn't you? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I, I had quite a nice girlfriend back at home, so yeah. I, I hadn't gone to the European capital of love to, to, to get I involved had. in love. Yeah, I know. So um, I'll ruin it for you. And then you, you, you was good in the end, though, because... You, yeah, you, you, you... On the last night, we, we, we had to sleep at the ferry port, didn't we? Oh, that's right, yeah. And, like, and we'd met these two girls there, me and Dan... And we'd gone for a walk with them, and like, and I remember getting on really well with this. I think, I think she was French as well. They they were French because you you said like, can you tell them that that we really like them? We're just going to go upstairs and like find somewhere to settle down with our sleeping bags. Yeah, but obviously, we, and I know at the time I would have been. Oh, don't be a cunt and fucking tell them that we fucked animals and things like that. Like, don't be out of order, and like. And I remember, like, me and Dan went upstairs and made, like, a little bed out of our sleeping bags to get some sleep in this fucking hotel. Because I think, fundamentally, we just thought you was going to be a cunt and they weren't that interested. It wasn't a hotel. It was just the fucking ferry port. Did I say it? hotel? Yeah. Sorry, no. On the floor in the in the ferry port. Uh, and then, like, I remember, like, waking up and, like, I'm finding you the next morning. You was like, oi, oi. And I was like, what? And they were like, 
how'd you get on? I was like, what do you mean? With them girls, they, they, apparently they come up to find us and we were both fast asleep. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't had any sleep. It was warm in there. Right, we've digressed. Um, films. So, the film that I wanted to touch upon, and I watched the trailer for it today because I don't remember it, was Tarzan, the Ape Man, uh, with Richard Harris, uh, Bo Derek. Um, yeah, I don't remember anything about it. I remember like people talking about Bo Derek, but I don't think I'd ever really seen. Is it Ten was one of the iconic films she was in, wasn't it? And yeah. The human, what is it? What's the one with Dudley Moore? Is that Ten? That's Ten, isn't it? Yeah. And and I've never really seen anything, but I watched the trailer today. She was beautiful. When, when I think of Bo Derek, I just, is, is she in a white bikini in Ten, running along yeah. the beach? Yeah. Yeah. So I just I just kind of think four. Yeah. Well, she's. Really, for in Tarzan the Ape Man, she plays Jane, obviously, uh, uh, and I think it's like an erotic love story. Um, and so, my thoughts on that was like, and, and Richard Harris is ref- refusing to acknowledge that uh, Tarzan's a human. He's saying he's an ape. Yeah, you know, he's had to survive on this out uh, on this island. Um, I don't think you'll be very good. On an island trying to survive. What, me? Yeah. What makes you say that? I just don't think. I think I'll be better than you. Right, and it's exactly that kind of arrogance why you'd get eaten on the first night. You'd end up in the cooking pot, and I'd just, I'd still be hiding in the bushes watching them fucking, yeah, watching them pick at your fucking tibia. <laughs> Thinking that will show him. (laughs) (laughs) Or they're eating the second or first. (laughs) I see, I always think I'll be all right. I think I'm not quite all right in situations like that. No, you're shit at DIY. You can't fucking blow down. (laughs) (laughs) But I ain't suggesting that I'd make a a better camp than you. But I think, like, I I know what you're like. You'll be like, he's rubbish, I'm going home. No, you'd just be sat there going, oh, this is really boring. And I'd be like, but if you don't secure that properly, it's all going to fucking blow down. Well, there's our first rat, right? And then I'd be like sitting there, like actually sort of, I don't know, just thinking of something really cool to do whilst you're sitting there whittling. Like, I reckon like, I, I reckon I'd live longer than you on an island. Well, yeah, but you'd have to murder. So I see I'm vegetarian, so I don't think I'd, you know, I'd eat, I'd eat you after you died. <laughs> what you would have wanted Mrs Whiffin I imagine you fucking yes me munching on your arsehole <laughs> oh dear um, well the other film so what, what attribute do you think you've got that's going to make you think you'd, you'd last longer on an island than me I just think I'm a little bit useful in situations like that yeah, just, but, yeah, but you ain't got your fucking mates now you'd be all on your own yeah but I think I, I think like when push comes to shove I reckon like I reckon I'd be a little bit more... You tie boxing ain't going to help you. <laughs> against lizards. <laughs> I I've got reckon... two words for you on an island. What? Bored and lonely. <laughs> That's not a good television show, is it? <laughs> That'd be you on Love Island. Bored and lonely. Asleep upstairs when some fucking tasty bird's finally said she wants it. <laughs> <laughs> the other film that came out that month um, was American Wolf in London. Good, isn't it? 
Yeah, I think it's um it's one of my favorite ever films. I, I rewatched it the other night. It really is fucking. It really is. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spectacular. It's absolutely fucking incredible, that film. Um... What's the favourite scene? No, you can't go for that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first time I saw something like that. I'd never seen like someone like disappear between a lady's legs. Mm. It really was a wonderful night for a moon dance. Jenny Agatha. (laughs) (laughs) It's really becoming a podcast for sad old perverts, and they were doing becoming. You can't go for that scene. I mean, the changing scene's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you, do you know what? That that was the thing the other night. Because I don't reckon I, I... You know, I'll say this every month, but I don't. I definitely haven't seen it for over 20 years. And uh, that was something that fucking... What are you doing? Nothing. I've got a fact book. Right. I haven't seen it for over 20 years. And that was something that struck me. Is how good the changing scene is. And I think generally the, the special effects in it stand up not all of them mm. but they stand up because they just fucking do the less is more thing yeah they don't show you everything all the time when he's goring people they don't always show it and you just kind of like they use the camera kind of going up to the guy going up the escalator yeah I think the scene when he changes is, is brilliant and the, the bit that I find really horrible is the bit when I don't think the face has popped out at this point or has it but it's when he then goes on all fours and then rolls onto his back. Yeah. And he's just like writhing around on the floor on his back. I really don't like that. And whenever my dog wants a belly rub and he does that now, <laughs> it weirds me out and I think of that film. Like, and But I was reading in, in this book here, uh, which my, uh, my, my good friend uh, Luke Van Boom uh, got me. Uh, he was saying that he was a fan of... Um, 
going to the comedy store for the new comedy like and basically was a fan of uh Rick Mao. Oh, so obviously right. Rick's in the slaughtered land, yeah. isn't he? And he was saying that he he was desperate to cast Brian Glover, who's fucking brilliant, yeah. that, isn't he? Like that that whole fucking the, the slaughtered lamb scenes are just fucking just brilliant, and they absolutely brilliant. And just opening that book there, the scene where the family just he's there with the family watching the Muppets, and there's yeah. a knock at the door, and the fucking <laughs> the stormtroopers all coming, Nazi yeah. stormtroopers just literally. But I remember like. Still, when I watch it now, that scene unsettles me a little bit. I think because the Muppets is on as well, yeah. it's a really weird juxtaposition. Yeah. And like, and then they walk in and fucking shoot the shit out of the kids. Yeah. And I'd never seen that either. Yeah. I was like, all right with the licking out of Jenny Agatha. Well, but we would I, be, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, but I just thought, you can't be shooting kids, mate. Like, And that really freaked me out. And I remember the first time I see that, I didn't really get... The black comedy in it, I think it was just, as a young kid, it was just, like, horror. Yeah. And, like, now, like, you know, the genius of, like, every time he sees Jack, he's just, you know, decomposed more. It's just got a fucking brilliant tone to it. Like, yeah. that that final, the, the scene with Jack in the theatre, yeah. when he's introducing him all the people he yeah. murdered the night before, is just fucking brilliant. Mm. And and the, the big climax, don't want to fucking plot spoil too much, but the climax at the end, in front of Piccadilly Circus, where yeah. the cars are fucking going Amazing. into each other, someone's head fucking rolls off. It's just like proper, proper yeah. Hitchcock kind of climax, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. It's absolutely fucking brilliant. Um, take that book home and have a read. Oh, You'll real. fucking love it. Um, yeah. Uh, and if you haven't watched American Wealth in London, then fucking hell, have a word for yourself. Well, you um, won't need to now, because we fucking sport all the best bits for you. But you can just go to, if you go to 2718, that's where Jenny, Jenny Agate is getting licked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, speaking of, of werewolves, like, you're not that hairy, are you? I've got a few pubes. No, you're saying you ain't got pubes, Enough, mate. Enough, I'll get by. You're nearly 50, man. You should have some pubes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like... No, I'm not, I'm not that hairy. Who's the hairiest bloke you know? Castle? You. No, Jeremy, like, Grimcock's fucking way hairier than me. No, he's probably not. He's not got a hairy body, has he? No. I mean, I try not to look at him too much when he's got his top off, but you're the hairiest bloke I know. Scroobius Pip's hairier than me. Is he hairier than you? Scroobius Pip's got really hairy hands. But does it carry on under his T-shirt? I've oh, never yeah. seen him with his top off. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, literally, I'd, I'd say... I'd like to. Yeah. The only way I think we can settle this is a video of you and him wrestling in front of a fire with your tops off. All right. I'll make that happen. Music. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone for different weeks of the month, uh, as usual. Uh, I've gone for the, the, the last week of the month because I thought there might be more significant changes in the charts. You've gone for the middle. I don't know why. Because if we go for the middle every month then it'll be four weeks change, whereas now you've you've instituted this six weeks change thing, so next week we're going to have to go for the end of the month again. All right, you made your point. What was number one on your list? Green Door. Right, that was number one last time. Was it? Yeah. Well, it was number one for a long while. Yeah. Let's go for the number one when I was there. What was it? Japanese Boy. Oh. By, uh, was it Annika? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. 
I listened to that today, and I don't reckon I've heard that for a long time. And I wonder if I haven't heard that for a long time because it might be a little bit racist. Is it? What's what? racist? Is it? Is it any more racist than David Bowie's China Girl? But he doesn't really sing that in a Chinese accent, does he? No, but there's something in it where, like, oh, no, in the video, he fucking you does. Shut your mouth. <laughs> That's quite horrible. That bit. Yeah, but if she's keeping on and that. Well, this is weird. He so ain't washed up the wok after a stir fry. And he's just like, come on, woman, fucking button it. That's fair enough, isn't it? It's really weird because I was discussing um, the in laws around the other day and we was having a barbecue. Uh, and some Chaz and Dave come on the Spotify playlist. What, Rabbit? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and like, it's not that woke, Rabbit, is it? <laughs> yeah, but again. Give it a rest. She's keeping on, isn't she? I, I think. Well, you know, it's all very well being woke, and it's nice, yeah. you know, it's nice in a lot of ways to be woke, but yeah. if someone's fucking keeping on, <laughs> you do sometimes need to go, yeah, but come on, button it, love, give, <laughs> give it a rest. They had it bang on, Chaz and Dave, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know. But um, I don't know what, J- Japanese boy. I, just sometimes it just felt like it was a little bit. Close to the bone. Wasn't she like, Scottish? I don't know. I remember really liking it when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember thinking it was like really catchy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought for a big 80s number one, you don't really hear it that often. So, yeah. one or two things. It was a little bit racist or it's just shit. <laughs> Maybe I'm, it's just fallen by the wayside of 80s. Because the 80s stations have the same kind of 12 songs that they play all the time, don't they? Yeah, but you never see that on anything. Do you think it is the racial element? I think so. But you still see China Girl. In the video of that, he's fucking doing the whole fucking eyes thing. Is he? Yeah. Doing them up, doing them down. You know, like, what are these bumblebees? Really? Yeah. Doing the whole fucking thing. Blimey. But well, maybe that, I don't know. But it's David Bowie. Not Annika from Scotland. Exactly. Tainted Love, number two. Uh, we've discussed... Um, I think we've covered Mark Allman in depth, haven't we? I think we've definitely... Um, <laughs> like a lot of people did in the early 80s. Yeah. Uh, Tainted Love. Uh, Gloria Jones' uh, Northern Soul hit. Oh. Uh, covered brilliantly by yeah. uh, The Cell. Favourite cover version of all time? Don't really like cover versions. Play the game. It's a podcast. <laughs> Keep it light. Come on. You put me on the spot. Oh, well, go, give me, give me, some, give me some of yours then. You have put me on the spot. <sighs> Tiny love. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good cover version, Tiny love. Yeah. Um. I quite like. You like fucking President to USA's version of Video Killed the Radio. Oh, stuff. I don't. I don't That's like your favourite. That. It's not. I remember you saying that. No, I didn't. You had your top off dancing round to it with Scroobius Pip. <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, what's this? I mean, there's iconic ones, isn't there? Like fucking all along the Watchtower and and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, what me. I I quite like Blur doing Maggie May. That's quite good. Yeah, but Maggie, like you'd have to really fucking go something to fuck that up, wouldn't you, Maggie May? Yeah, Carter done some good cover versions. Yeah, Carter did do some good cover versions. Um. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to think of some 80s covers that might be a little bit more in tune with... Uh... But there was lots of... Th- we, we was talking about this the other week. Fucking got my mind set on you as a cover, wasn't it? Yeah, I was a little bit, little bit sad about that. Yeah. No, I can't. I, you know, now I can't think of any. But I thought you'd have a few listed. But well, no, I that's just why thought, you bought uh, it up. No. Uh, have Depeche Mode done any, any covers? Uh, did they do Get Your Kicks on Route 66? Oh, I don't know. Aside from that, I don't know if they have. That's good, isn't it? Well, it's good to. if you can do it, yeah. Erasure did, didn't they? They'd done... Oh, they'd done an old album of covers, but they they were gone by then, weren't they? Fucking Salisbury and... No! Wally. Um, I'm thinking Supernature, B-side of You Surround Me. Oh, yeah. Once upon a time, science opened up the door. That's a sexy record, isn't it? It is a sexy record. I like that. Um, but I'm a sexy man. Um, you certainly are. In, in, the, uh, <laughs> in, in the top ten as well... Um, some other sexy men, uh, girls on film, uh, by the Duran Durans. That had a bit of a sexy video to it, didn't I believe it? Believe it did. Hmm. Um, you've got a little bit of beef, haven't you, with Duran Duran? Well, I just don't like them as much as I used to. Yeah, Overkill. Do you know what Overkill's part of it? But also, like, I don't. Know, I just find their lyrics much more irritating than I did in the 80s. I could kind of over... I could sort of overlook them, but... Then I like fucking the reflex. It's just like... Flex, it's, flex, flex, flex. It's a load of nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, but it's bloody brilliant, the reflex. Yeah, but is it, though? La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> I really like reflex. That was one of the first records I ever bought. I remember thinking Simon Le Bon was like fucking well cool when I was a kid. Yeah, he was, he was cool. And he was handsome. He was wearing. He used to wear headbands. You're wearing an headband. Well, I just wore it because it's, it's hot tonight, so I thought it'd soak up some of the sweat from from our endeavours. It's not in tribute to like Knopfler or Le Bon. Well, if they died. No, but you know they, they're they're uh, famous for the, uh, the, the 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 headband or or Borg. Knopfler. Knopfler. Borg. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, uh, have I told you about my experience uh, with uh, Knopfler? No. Not meeting him. But there was a DJ shop opened by like some people we knew around the corner. Have I never told you this? Right, it's starting to ring a bell, but I still want to hear it because <clears> I like it. So, me mate Ian opened this shop um, like selling like DJ stuff around the corner. So, it was like, great. Obviously, I was DJ, so I popped around in, you know, nip in there for a chat. But I felt like they never really understood the music I liked because like they knew I DJ'd at the cl- at the brush. Uh, I think they just presumed that that was just like rock music. And so didn't Do you like re- guitars? So I like guitars. Uh, and they got this. And, and one thing as, as DJs and me and bo- both me and you will agree on this, right? The one thing we was never bothered about was tech. Yeah. Right. It was like, do they work? Brilliant. Right. Yeah. That, that was it. Can we play our records for them? Brilliant. Yeah. Are they affordable? Yes. Okay. Uh, and so these people in that shop, and there's and, 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 and the aforementioned Leon, he's the same. They love a bit of DJ tech. Yeah. Something new comes out, they want it, and, and they're all having a little like little game of like, soggy biscuit over this new <laughs> bit of DJ equipment. And that's their thing, and that's cool. And uh, But I remember going in the, <laughs> into the DJ shop, 
and uh, and it was what was the other guy's name Ian as well. It was. Uh, and it's, he it's went, a double Ian day, isn't it? It was a double Ian day, and uh, and he went to me. Uh, got these new speakers, and I was always being polite, and I'd be like, "Oh, nice one." He went, "Yeah, have a listen, right?" And and I went, oh, "All right," and he went, "I'll put on something you're like," and I was like. Oh, okay. And this would have been maybe around 2000, so I was thinking, oh, he might sling a bit of strokes on. Or, yeah. Oh, hang on, if he's trying to show off this, maybe it's a bit of Radiohead. I want my MTV. And I remember just stood there and I just thought, do they think I like Dire Straits? I don't like Dire you Straits. Like, like and I was like, oh, fucking... And I, and I also know that I've got about three minutes until they're all going to do their little bite at the bottom lip. Yeah. And just go, oh. <laughs> Wait for it. And I'm just standing there awkwardly thinking, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> and like, and then they were like, Whoa. and I had to just stand it out and just go, yeah, them speakers sound brilliant. I wouldn't know a good sounding speaker from a bad sounding speaker. When I do the Pizzazz reunions with Leon, that's his domain. He knows what sounds good, what looks good. I just have to flog the tickets and like and tell people it's going to be all right. <laughs> like I don't understand tech. Like I never have, and and I know that there's a lot of people that love it. And what I will say. It did sound really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't necessarily got beef with that song anymore. Like, maybe I'm just that old. No, I know what you mean, though, but I'm, I've never been that asked about what things sound like. It's just, yeah. can you hear it? Right, fine, fucking get yeah. on with it. I remember Antonio would always, like, tell me how good his Walkman headphones were. And, like, oh, yeah, and I've got these, and they're better than yours. And I was yeah, like... Yeah, of course they are. Yours are fucking one ninety nine from Tandy. And mine would have been one ninety nine. <laughs> and, like, he'd have some little in-ear thing, and I just had these big old fucking shite things with orange sponge, just looking like I was in the video to the track, actually, that he's, uh, he's uh, just got in the top 20, which is Wired for Sam by Cliff. Oh, right. Have you heard that recently? Um... No, probably, probably not. But I remember that being one of his better efforts. It's really good. Oh, really? Yeah. I heard it today. And there's like... I mean, I was brought up having to listen to uh, uh, to, to Cliffdiffer because my mum was a big fan. Um, I'm not sure where the where the land lies if her and him now, you know. Maybe it's a very similar story. Well, since me, the allegations. Since my dad and Barrymore. Yeah, yeah my, my, my nan turned on Barrymore, but it wasn't the allegations. It was after he came out. That generation. He eh? lost the nens, didn't he? He did. Just trying to be who he was. Same Um, thing about the old. Happened after that. Right. So I'm. I'm gonna find it. Because it's really good. Um. See, I like it when you sing us a bit rather than play us a bit. All right. Um. Is it? I like small speakers. I like tall speakers out on the road and the da 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 stereo. Out in the world we go, oh, 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 power from the 
Needle to the plastic AMFM I feel so ecstatic now It's really good and like, what's not to like? There's him. He's got a tasty pair of shades. Cliff's looking probably in his prime. Yeah. Good, good old fucking barnet on him. On a set of disco boots, having a little skate around, doing his like Cliff hands and that. Yeah. The world was a fucking easier place then. Yeah. I think that's. Should we just leave Cliff there? Yeah, because it just leave no, it. Leave, no, we'll leave it there. Yeah, we'll leave yeah, it there. Yeah, just leave it. We'll leave it there. And then you don't want people wondering like, where their hands went afterwards, <laughs> do you? So we just leave it there. Just leave it there. Yeah, right, leave it there. So, um, Genesis were in the charts with, is it Abacab? Right, can I say, that's the first fucking song, on the, alphabetically, on my whole fucking uh, iTunes. Right. So whenever I plug my phone into the car to fucking charge it, Abacab comes on. <laughs> like, so I'm well and truly fucking fed up with Abacab. It ain't one of me faves. I, I didn't mind it up until it, it became the first song on my own. I liked it when, when, when my first song was The Sugar Babes About You Now, but I was fucking Abacab's trumped it. You need to write a song called Aardvark, and then it'll come up whenever anyone fucking plays. <laughs> it's really weird, like, because the band A, you try finding them anywhere, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. They're the hardest band to find online. Oh, really? Anyway, yeah, try and find the band A. I guess at the time in a record shop, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. But in the world now, don't work anymore. Oh, because there was a band... I remember fucking... You know when you used to get, like, the DJ um, the DJ record sent through? There was a band who called themselves Co.UK. Like, imagine trying to fucking find them online. Yeah, I mean... They're probably not online anyway. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, any members of Co.UK, tell us what you're up to now. Yeah, love to know. Oh. Um, Genesis. I was on um, hold the other day um, trying to get me uh, me new clutch for me car that fell out and cost me uh, just shy 900 quid. Um, Today you didn't even have to use your AK. Oh, it wasn't a good day. Um, but yeah, um, but whilst I was on call waiting... She seems to have an invisible <laughs> touch, yeah. And I remember thinking, I never want to hear that again. Uh, it sounded really brilliant. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I just thought, I might dig out that album. Yeah. I might have a little bit of Tonight, yeah, Tonight, I used to Tonight. play that album quite a bit. I had quite a few songs Throwing on, it didn't all it? away. Um, Land of Confusion Land was on there, wasn't it? Confusion. Um, what was the slowie? Tonight, Tonight, Tonight. In Too Deep. Oh, right, yeah. So my, my point being was, at that time, I remember thinking, absolutely. In hindsight, maybe not. My question to you, right? Was Collins a bloke? What, when did he when did he become a cunt? Yeah. No. When Why he... are you spoiling it, right? Was Collins a bloke? Yeah, I suppose You're was, thinking yeah. about when he turned into a cunt, yeah, aren't you? I am, yeah. <laughs> Was it spitting image that turned him into a little bold cunt? I think it was another day in paradise. It's up there, isn't it? It's yeah. up there. We, we have spoke about another yeah. day in paradise, but I don't want to get in that old kind of thing about doing a song for homeless people and then keeping all the money. Cause it's been, you know, Why it's been would talk- you? No, it's been talked about a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we just move on? 
No, I want to find out if you think... No, we'll definitely move on from like, songs about the homeless. I just want to know if you think Collins is a bloke. What, now? Yeah, no, then. Yeah, yeah, I suppose I did think he, I, I did think he was a bloke. But... When you made the statement that Easy Lover by him and Philip Bailey is the greatest record ever made... Did so you, you say that like I hired a space in the local town, stood up on a podium and announced it in front of like a load of shoppers, but I think I might have mentioned it down the pub. Nah, it was before no, the no, pub. No, you're right. Before the pub. I hadn't even been drinking. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Easy Love is a really good record. Don't, don't, like, don't let it get you down. Sometimes you're wrong. But, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are, aren't we? We all are. Right. It's fine, mate. You was wrong. Um, yeah. So, Crowded House are a good band, though, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> How good? Yeah. How good? Yeah. Not the Smiths, though, are they? Sometimes we get things wrong. Sometimes we get things We all do. <laughs> Trouble is, always some cunt who remembers it. Oh, fucking hell. So, um, but I, was, I remember thinking Collins was a bloke. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a bloke. But but then, when you kind of think about, well, you know, we've talked about 80s blokes, Dennis Waterman, Bloke. Chaz and Dave, Pat Roach. Yeah. He weren't in that league of blokes, was no, he? No, he was, he was knocking about. Who was he knocking about with? It's because he was knocking around with Rutherford, who had a beard yep. in the 80s. Yep. Like, and he looked a little bit like fucking, uh, what's his name, Bob Hoskins. Oh, Collins, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he was knocking around with his mate with a beard, so we we would fall into thinking he was a bloke. Yeah. Do you reckon that's what people think about when they see me and you? What, they fall into thinking I'm a bloke because you've got a beard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that don't make me Rutherford and you, Collins. <laughs> Talent-wise, I'd say that is comparable. What Have you got a, you got an issue with... Uh... I'm, I'm very much like, you know, I, I probably did like... Um, What's the really good Collins one? Against all odds. I, I probably did against all odds. And I'm doing looking You're back, looking back, over, back my... over my shoulder. <laughs> I would say that's us and our lives. You got beef with that record, didn't you? What, looking back yeah. over my shoulder? It ain't a song. Looking just... back over my shoulder. It's not a song, though, is it? It's just not even a tune. It's just an action. Like, Yeah, but that's... that's No, that's you can't say that. What? Well, it's an action. Eye-to-eye contact's an action. Oh, that, that, <laughs> is that the gayest record ever made? No, Male Stripper. Male Stripper. Male Stripper. Yeah. I Am What I Am's pretty gay. Yeah. Macho Man by the Village People. I, re- I, didn't, I remember listening to that and not thinking it... Well, I didn't know what gayness was. I just remember thinking it was like just a really... Like, I've spoke about this on another podcast, or maybe I've spoke about it drunk on this, but I remember that conversation with you where you was completely unaware that the village people were like, you know, this iconic, you know, gay musical outfit. I like things because I just take people out and find them, you There's know. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's a really nice quality you have. Thanks. But I just, I like the fact that you thought it was like Mr. Ben. It was just like some blokes walked into a thing, and, uh, into a closet, and then come out, you know, dressed as, uh, as, as a Red Indian, you know, and a it's cowboy. Just a bunch of blokes like dressing up. That, oh, was, no, no, us. that was us. That was yeah. us. But yeah, you know, a, a macho man. You know, we all wanted to be a macho man, didn't we? Yeah. You know, Mr. We went out for a couple of pints. They had a couple of pints. Right. Uh, we done with soft sell? <laughs> Um, Are we still on? Some- 
Right, television. Tell no, we ain't going on the television yet. All right, you got some more to throw in the mix? Yeah, loads. All right. Right, so something I wanted to talk about was in in the in the uh, top forty uh, in the middle. Of, grab some beer, will you? In the top forty in the middle of August, the one that I looked at, the one that we was meant to look at. Um, number f- number two, the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. We hooked on classics, which was just like a fucking medley of classical songs, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, tight fit. Back to the 60s, Gidea Park, Beach Boy Gold, Stars on 45, uh, another one, uh, Star Tracks, doing Star Tracks Club Disco, which I looked up and it was them on top of the pops. It was just like three old wedding band blokes singing the Bee Gees and Better Lee. Oh, that's right? really sad, isn't it? Right, it is, but, right, there was a lot of medleys and they were really fucking popular. Can you remember the last time a medley of songs that people knew got in the charts? One, two, one, two, one, two, one, 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 two. What, Jive Bunny? Yeah, it must have been. But that was still the 80s. Yeah, late 80s. Right. Has anyone done an 80s medley? Because I was thinking, can you imagine me and you, like Pat and Mick, right, just fucking grooving it up on either Uh, side? Who's who? I'm probably Pat. You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to moan about that then. I just thought, nah, have it. <laughs> uh, well, so what's happened to Mick? He's married to Anthea Turner now. Is he? No, I just imagine him having a joyless life, plugging away at a fucking ruined fanny. <laughs> <laughs> And I hope that for you. Come, right. in, come in, Mr. Brown. What appears to be the problem? Ah, oh, it's just same old again. <laughs> no feeling no. down there still? Nope. Um, yeah, so I thought, what, what if me and you made a medley record of right. 80s classics, you know, along the theme of this, carrying on with the theme of this podcast, mm-hmm. what 80s songs would you want to put in your 80s medley? To How have, many am I allowed? Like, probably, probably three, because I'd have to choose three. I haven't, cho- I haven't pre-chosen mine, and probably when it comes to it, I won't be able to think of any. Am I choosing it for like personal choice, or am I choosing it because what I think would really work? Let's let's do the ones that you think would really work in, the right. me- in a medley of songs. I'll start with One Step Beyond. That's how you start it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Who would, who would do the thing? I'd probably have to do the announcement, wouldn't I? Cause I just... think someone that would probably have a better kind of way of doing it, so I'll, put, I'll, I'll do that. Um, yeah, and like... Yeah, because yeah, you're not really bringing in... Like Chaz, you're not bringing anything else to the party, so you could. I'd let you have that bit. Maybe. Do you know what? Thinking about it in hindsight... Like, you dance around a lot on that, but, yeah. you know, musically, what did you contribute to that first album? Not a lot, really, so... Just trying to think of my three songs, so I could probably choose. Um, do you know what? I'll let you start things off. Like, cause I know you probably want to get your face in there before me. So you start off, right? Right. You... So you've done the heavy, heavy monster sound. No, no, no. You, you do the. the no, the, you've the... done all that. <laughs> you've already chosen that. You, you, you do that, and I'm like, I'm, I'm just kind of behind me synth, just getting ready. You've come on off the street, and you begin to feel the heat. Listen, Buster, you better start and move your feet to the heavy, heavy, rock steady beat of Cunt and Roy. Well, With we... their 80s medley, and it delays off. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dun, 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 It's got to be, isn't it? Definitely. Dun, 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 no, I haven't. I haven't prepped it. I bet you were singing this on the way round. They did pop into my mind when I said the question, but I didn't know it was going to go like... I didn't know was it was gonna go, I didn't you know it was going to go as well You've as that. you definitely done that. <laughs> oh. All right, so you, you've gone from Depeche Mode and then you've gone into Don't You Want Me, right? Yeah. That's the kind of vibe I'm thinking, you know. Okay, okay. Uh... uh. Don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me? Oh, don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me? Oh, I didn't prep that. I can't argue with that either. That's fucking great. Yeah, uh, straight into Baltimore. Tarzan boy, how many are we in now? Is that four? That's my three. Uh, oh yeah, the, the one step beyond the intro. But then, did we have any? Uh, can we, it can go back into one step oh, beyond at the end. Oh, I should give this a little bit more thought. When you come up with this idea and you've been rehearsing all afternoon, you should give me a shout. <laughs> Just pop you a text. I'm like, whoa, 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 I'll edit this and make it work. I can't make this work. <laughs> I'll edit it and make it work. Uh, oh, this town. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going like a ghost town. <laughs> Why must the kids fight? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'd go for. Oh, you're bringing um, it down a bit in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yes, definitely, definitely. We're going to bring it back out. Don't worry. Uh, this town. Oh, it's coming, coming like, like a, a ghost, ghost town. town. Bands don't play no more. Come on, Eileen Tallura. Hey, come, come on, Eileen Tallura. Or maybe this town. Oh, uh, you're going to. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think yeah, you've got to sign off with Dexys, haven't you? What, finish it all up on Dexys? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one to end on. Oh, no, if we go in Somba, are we going to come back out with a, a big one, or are we going to go... But, but Dex is a big one to come out with. Yeah, or we could just finish on uh, on something like, oh, this town. Oh, the feeling has gone on to you and I. It means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, if you're going that way, yeah, fucking, yeah. Yeah, we, 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 we're on some drama. Yeah, fucking hell. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So if, if you're listening, fucking uh, stock in a mortarman, sign us up. Fucking... We should do it. Yeah, all right, let's do it. 80s Megamix. 80s Megamix. Can be the B-side to Boris Johnson is a fucking cunt this Christmas. He's still a cunt. Let's not let's not talk about him nah, for a don't, bit. Let's not get into him. Why would you want to talk about music? Um, you don't like talking about paedophiles, do you? Because like you having to run your other podcast and <laughs> <laughs> it ain't one of me go to chats. Well, I saw at number twenty two, Bill Wyman with CC Just We and Rockstar, and. Uh, he was obviously going out with Mandy Smith, wasn't he, in the eighties? Mm-hmm. So I wondered if, like, we could name some other nonces that everyone's been prepared to turn a blind eye to. For TV, I've started, <laughs> um, and I've looked at America this time. Oh, have you? Yeah. Um, so I've got some uh, some some TV stuff that I want to talk about. Um, <clears throat> so in uh, August nineteen eighty one. Chips was on. Oh, yeah, I like chips. Did you? Yeah, I did, yeah. So I don't... Well, I the food and the programme. <laughs> I was a big fan of both of them in the 80s. Getting, like... How, how many times, like... Would you have, like, chips once a week in the 80s? Like, from the chippy? Um, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, probably... Pro- yeah, but probably on a Saturday. Yeah. When we walked into town... Unless oh, we were right. saving up our money for a Star Wars for a figure. Star Wars figure, and then we had soup. Yeah, except only thirty five p. Is that much it was? Soup was yeah, because then that gave you enough money to get a Star Wars figure. That's budgeting, isn't it? Yeah. So I take it we'd all go to Grace with what two quid each. I, I think so. Yeah. And like, and maybe chips were like fifty p or sixty yeah. p. Yeah, chips didn't. Ch- chips definitely didn't leave you with enough money to get a Star Wars figure. But if we, I remember the soup, we'd get like it was like a little polystyrene cup, wasn't it? Yeah, with a little lid on. Yeah, and then we'd go and sit over the opposite the chippy by the like on a little wall by the library. Yeah, and was that when Paz wrote bookworms on the window? Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's to be frowned upon, isn't it? People to read a lot of books. Did you read books when you was a kid? Do you know what? No. I didn't. I didn't really, but I don't think. I don't really think my mum and dad read any books. And then, like, I think I got into reading books, like, because I think even even when I was at school, like the fucking books they gave us were just like we did Shakespeare and stuff at school, and yeah. and like, I just remember thinking this is really boring. The the book I liked at school was Tom Sawyer. Yeah, but but I never really read like. Outside school, it's only like in my twenties and stuff, and like started reading music biographies and and that. Did you only read and get excited about Tom Sawyer because you'd already seen the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, but also, it was one of them things that when you actually read it, there was stuff that didn't necessarily happen in the TV series, and you know, and it was just good and it was interesting to read and it was an interesting story. Do you reckon you can buy that somewhere that series? 
I'd love to watch that again. Yeah, I would, yeah. It was it was fucking brilliant, wasn't it, Tom? So I, I remember thinking that was like my favourite thing on TV yeah, at the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um cover versions. Uh I'm gonna go um for uh Joe Cocker's cover of Get By With a Little Help from My Friends because it makes me think of the Wonder Years, which was fucking brilliant. Oh yeah. And you can't get that anywhere. Oh can't you? No. Nah. Love that. Well, I can't get it anywhere. Oh, no, I, I, no I, I sort of dipped in and out of one of the years. Oh, the last ever episode was proper sad. Spoiler alert, his dad died. His brother, <laughs> his, his brother could become a proper loser. Why well, you ruined it for everyone? We ain't going to get to watch it. Like I said, you can't watch it anywhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Put that one to bed. Chips. Yeah. So what's your problem with chips, then? I ain't got a problem with chips. I thought you was just going to cunt it off. No, so it was I, I, love, I love the, the savoury snack. And I remember like being out on my bike and wanting to play chips. Yeah. Like, um, I don't think I ever thought of it, the game of chips, any further than who'd be John and who'd be Punch. And Lee Antonio would always be Punch, wouldn't he? Why? Because no, he was good looking. John was quite handsome. Yeah, but you know, but. If someone held a machine gun to your head, and you had to, you probably do. Yeah. Um, but I remember like bombing it along in my bike, and I'd always be in my head. I'd be like ba 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 da ba ba da 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 ba ba da ba. Um, yeah, just thought it was fucking brilliant. Um, that said, that would have been on probably at the time my boxer. Um, before I upgraded to the grifter. Yeah. Had a yellow boxer. Um. Skipped over the striker because it was the striker that was in between, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, boxer, striker, grifter. And Did then... anyone go boxer, striker, grifter? Everyone went straight from a boxer to a grifter. Didn't I think they? so. I think so. And then, do you remember the Rayleigh bomber? No, what was a bomb? Was that like a chopper? No, little chopper. No, the little no, chopper was chipper. called a tomahawk, and there was there was, there was a tomahawk a chipper and a well, chipper. Sid had a chipper. Um, but no, the uh, the bomber. Was like, Imagine chipping up a traffic warden while playing chips on, a, on, a on your chipper. Fucking hell, you'd have to have a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> um, right, let me have a look, see if I can find it on here. Because like the only people I remember that like, had a Rayleigh bomber were like people that had pubes. Pat Bomber Roach. It was named after him. There you go. Like That would not surprise me. It was like, yeah, blokes that like... Um, blokes that were probably... About 15, I probably fingered someone uh, um, and, could, and he was a little bit scared of them. So would Evan Cycle smell your fingers before letting you have one? That, like, was, it, a, that was a bomber. It was like the vaccine passport. They had to smell your fingers because otherwise they wouldn't release one to you. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were like a proper geezer's bike. Like a bike. precursor to the mountain bike. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Like, uh, but getting back to it, and chips and motorbikes. What experience have you had on a motorcycle, if any? Was you ever about when, like, when I lived down on the estate and, like, yeah. and someone had, like, an old motorbike and we'd all go over the back and just fuck around on it? That happened a couple of times. Like, I remember someone had just left one around, hadn't they? Like, down by... What, what I never that? remember anyone going somewhere and buying one. They just seemed to appear, didn't they? What was that little fucking... There was a little one left down by the river and we all just fucking drove it around. And then I remember over the over the techie field as well, um, someone just coming over on a like on a um, 
you know, little pop-pop motorbike and me getting on it and just going to pull away and it just fucking like the front wheel just shooting up in the air. Like, they were really exciting if someone had... Like, I mean, I weren't one of them blokes that was into things like that. No, but it was, it was exciting, wasn't it? But if there was one, like... And it was like, do you want to have a go on it? It was like, yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, Barham loved a motorbike. And, like, if someone ever had one, like, he'd get on it and he'd be like, I never really knew how to change gear or anything like that. And he'd just be, like, fucking... Like, Eddie Kidd on it. He'd be, like, all over the fucking place. And I was like, fucking hell, check him out. And, like... And I remember just getting on it and just doing about fucking 40 in, like, first gear. Yeah. Just, like, then i sort of get back and it'd be like, oh, it don't work anymore. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Um, obviously, Chips was two police officers. And so a, a note that I wanted to bring up was we, we spoke about certain um, interactions we've had with the law over, over um, our childhood. Um, and I think when we got into our teens, we'd all have gigs in our bands. Yeah. And we'd all fly post illegally. Yeah. But there was no point in doing that because no one was ever going to see one of your shit posters and fucking decide to come along to the gig, would they? Well, we'd already done that for the... Nuki's on the block fight as well that we spoke about a couple of episodes ago. There was a couple of girls turned up to that, but... Do you think that was more our egos than anything else? But the fly... Yeah, the fly posting was completely about... Showing off. Showing off. Yeah, and we, we just wanted something to do, didn't we? Um, but I do remember you... You had a job that meant you had free... Um, uh, photocopying yeah so you always was a quite a good go-to to get stuff like that done uh and so i remember you was more prolific at, at fly posting than me and then at the time like our local paper um was one of the most read local papers uh in in our county it was like you know most local papers you just you know you either see yeah. them in the bin, but this one was one that everybody would read. You know, it was like... And and you was on the front page, weren't you? Like, like there was there was a big thing about fly poster in, in the area, wasn't there? And there was one of your posters on oh, the front right. page. Yeah. Can you yeah. remember this? Yeah, yeah, I completely forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, now, now you mention it. And I remember, like, seeing it and, like... And I don't really remember what the other people were on there... Because there weren't many people where we lived that was doing stuff like that. It was only really us and like, and if there was other bands doing it, we would probably knew them and were our mates. Yeah. But I remember just thinking, oh fucking hell, look, cunts, fucking uh, posters are on there, and like, I remember saying to you, like, oh, what are you gonna do? You photocopied your face, didn't you? <laughs> and then done a load of A3 posters saying wanted for fly postering. <laughs> And then when a flyer posted your own wanted fucking signs with your own stupid face on it. Can everyone look at me? Everyone look at me. Why are you not looking? My face. Look at my face. Do you remember that girl you were seeing over... Uh, Laura. Over the, uh, yeah, over the college. Yeah. And when, when she finished with you, we, we photocopied your... No, we didn't, right? When... when, when um, I, I met this girl... you mean girl. we didn't? Like I didn't have a photocopier. No, you uh, asked I wasn't me to very do it. good at graphic design. Uh and, and you was quite quick to go, let's do this. Uh 
I, 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 I met this girl and like... You uh, loved her. I loved her. You were rubbish in bed. She <laughs> dumped you. So we made some posters saying, don't you realise who he is with your face on? And posted I, them all over the bus stop where she had to wait for the bus. And I had nothing to do with that whatsoever. It was all him. I remember going on a date with her and going back to uh, Champions. And uh, I had no idea what uh, what women wanted. I remember just going, uh, I know what would be a laugh. Let's go back round there. Uh, I'm going to drink a bottle of Bailey's. And then when we run out of booze, I was like, Dan, what else you got to drink? And he was like, oh, no, nothing. And this, this girl was sitting there, and she played along with it and seemed, like, relatively interested. Um, and then I remember, like, Dan went, uh, I think you can get really hammered uh, if you uh, <laughs> boil up Curos the aftershave. <laughs> and now that like, when you got a cold and you put a towel over you and over a saucepan... <laughs> <laughs> we had a towel over our head with our heads in this saucepan of fucking curos that was on the fucking boil. Was that your first date? Like, yeah. On the second date, that never happened. I just phoned you up instead. I said, can you knock me up some A3 posters <laughs> that says, don't you realise who he is? She dumped me, and I remember being really upset about it. And I was like, and obviously we was too stupid uh, to, to deal with it like adults. So you knocked me up a, a shitload of posters. Yeah, a load of posters. And we, and we fly did, post them all around the, outside the, the college. Yeah. She got off her bus. That when she got off, there was just loads of pictures of my face. <laughs> and I thinking, oh, God, I really regret that decision. <laughs> he seems like such a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy him a bottle of Kuros. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kuros. Oh, dear. Um, one of the other... Um, I mean, I'm just looking at some of the TV shows that come out then. Um, Cagney and Lacey, uh, Hill Street Blues. Uh, Remember me dad bought a seven-inch single of the theme to uh, Hill Street Blues by Mike Post? How's that go? Um, Cagney and Lacey's probably me fave. What, theme tune? Mm, Of all time. What's the theme tune of Cagney It's really good. He's good. I'm st- I'm talking American. Otherwise, yeah. we obviously we just we, we just write it off and go minder. But like, yeah. Um, See, that's another thing I was thinking with the eighties medley. You could do like all the blokey songs that have been cancelled now, like your rabbit. I could be so good for you. Rabbit. <laughs> I could be so good. There's got to be some more blokey songs from the eight, isn't there? Oh, um, was the Masonettes Heartache Avenue a blokey song? I was just thinking that bloke's beard like being quite manly. Yeah, it was just his beard. Who had the best beard in the eighties? It was only four, no five. The bloke from the Masonettes, Peter Whiff, Gary Bertles. Rolf Harris and Jeff Capes and oh, Capes and Sutcliffe. UK. UK. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, so we'll scratch Harris out of that. <laughs> we, re- we replace him with. Um, <laughs> we can replace him with uh, Blessed. Yeah, Blessed. Um, but do you count people that carried a beard through from the seventies? 
No. Oh, that, see, that's the thing. Because uh, for me, the most bearded man ever... You is, say Michael McDonald? Yeah. 100%. Can I hear your impression of him again? I really I'm like... Forget not a number <laughs> I'm a beater. <laughs> what a fool believes. <laughs> See, that'd be a good medley of Michael McDonald's yeah, songs done by you. Absolutely. Like, I oh, fucking love a bearded vocal. Um, But yeah, so with that in What's mind... beard rock a genre? It kind of gets thrown in me yacht rock, doesn't yeah. it? Like, so then you also add... Um, what was his name? Christopher Cross. Yeah. And then you add... Um, did he... Do, I think Christopher Cross done... Um, Roll out the wind! To me! To me! Yeah, see? It's this beard-based rock. It shouldn't be called yacht rock. Um... Ah, uh, all the notes, they didn't have beards. They just had, like, mus- their moustache game. Even moustache game was strong, though. Yeah. D- Attaché in the beard, though, nah, is it? No, nah. Leave me alone. It's not... <laughs> is, is, is it? It's <laughs> oh, dear. Um, what's your favourite American theme tune? Want a little heads up on a couple that I thought about? Oh, I'm going to... When you say that... First thing that pops into my mind is cheers. Can you remember when you had them big headphones on and we was driving down halfway road and you were singing the cheers theme tune, but you weren't singing it, you was going and some bloke drove past you. And um, at the time you was probably about twenty on that fucking BMX. And I remember just some kid just going, Shut up! <laughs> and I remember cycling road and being really embarrassed. Well, I was on my BMX age 20. I had a car when I was 17. <laughs> All right. Maybe you were 17. I was six foot eight at the time. <laughs> oh, dear. Cheers is good for yeah. you, isn't it? Making your way in the world today takes hmm. everything you got. What about um, Golden Girls is quite good. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Down the world, I don't know if that's too American. Now the world don't move to What's the beat of just strokes? one drum. <laughs> yeah, what might be right for you may not be right for some. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, intro-wise, into a song. In 1969, a crack commander unit was sent to prison for a crime oh. they didn't commit. Today, still wanted by the government. They survive as soldiers of fortune. If you can find them and you have a problem, maybe you can hire. Serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking yeah, good. Yeah, that is a Like, fucking, when that come yeah. on as a kid, you wanted to tear up, didn't you? You yeah. were ready for fucking action. It was a bollocksy A-team, wasn't it? Yeah. So shit, though. Did anyone die in the A-team? Never. I remember, like, my, my memory of the A-team is, like, this helicopter just crashing into a cliff and rolling down, massive, yeah, massive fucking explosion, and two blokes just getting out, like, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Dusting himself off. <laughs> But, like, it was more than enough, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Mr. T, hardest geezer ever. I mean, you know what his job was, didn't you, before, like, he got into acting? What was it? He was Muhammad Ali's bodyguard. So, hold on, you're older than the oldest bloke on the planet? Yep. You're looking after that fucking bloke? Yeah. What, seriously? Yeah. What, he really? Was, he was Muhammad Ali's bodyguard. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, hard, mate. 
and then become Clubber Lang. What's that? Fuck? Have you seen the video of him with the song he did? Love your mother. There ain't no other. <laughs> I love my fucking mother. There ain't no other. He told me to. Yeah. He weren't scared of Apollo Creed. Don't you turn your back on me. Like, he was a fucking scary motherfucker, Mr. T. Yeah. Incidentally, yeah. whilst looking up Cagney and Lacey, in the pilot of Cagney and Lacey, a little 80s fact for you here. Yep. Because Cagney and Lacey was Sharon Gleese and Tyne Daly. Yeah. Uh, but in the pilot, Sharon Gleese wasn't in it. It was Loretta Swit. Do you know Loretta Swit? Hot Lips from MASH. Oh, really? Mm. Like MASH? No, I don't really know that much about it. I only kind of know it as an 80s thing, but it was like early, early 80s. Was it late or was it 70s? No, it was 70s. MASH. Unless they rerun it in the 80s, but I I, I remember like my parents watched it and it was on about half eight on BBC Two or something. It might have been reruns, but I was allowed to watch it. And like, and I remember like really liking Alan Alda, uh, and um, what was his name? He ended up being Monica's dad in Friends. What's his fucking name? Oh, uh, Elliot. Elliot Gould. Gould. And and then when I saw Mash the film, that it was all based on. Yeah. So like a sort of bit of a different cast, and I was like, ah, like all the people that I'd watched on there. Yeah. Like a lot of them weren't in it. And I remember being a little bit disappointed. So with was that. the film afterwards then or before? Before, I believe. Yeah. And the same with Fame. Like, you know, watching like the TV series of Fame. Yeah. And then actually watching the uh, the Alan, what's his name? Uh, who made Fame? Uh, Fellow Made Commitments and Bugsy Malone. What's his name? Uh, died last year. Uh, English oh, I don't guy. Know. Alan. But I remember like watching... Partridge. Hanson. Uh, Jackson Wells uh, <laughs> No I think we're done with 80s Allens now <laughs> Any more 80s Allens? Brazil Devonshire <laughs> <laughs> did he, oh, he, he had a tash didn't he not a beard Devonshire Yeah Devonshire McDermott they were all just like solid tash wearers Rush yeah. Yeah. Like Aldridge. Yeah. Just like decent tashies. Any of them. Sooness. Sooness. Honestly, if fucking Daryl Hall ever needed someone to go on tour, any of them could have stepped up. I'd like seeing, seeing Graham Sooness doing the, the punditry on the Euros. Like his face misses a tash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if Boise's still got a tash. Well, your like, old man. No, my old man misses a tash. It's really weird. Every now and again, when I'm chatting to my dad, I think, oh, you ain't got a moustache anymore, have you? He ain't had a moustache about 25 years. Yeah. No, but, no, it's the same. My old man had a, had a tash yeah. all through the 80s. And yeah. you kind of, I still, when I think of him, I still think of him with a tash. But you've had a tash a few times. Yeah. And like, but you look, you, you ain't got an FD old top lip. I've got a big old top lip. Oh, I've got, I'll grow a shit tash. Yeah, but you grow a nice, dense tash. Yeah, I know. But look how big my upper lip is. It's really big. Remember when that bloke fucking belted me and fucking split on me mouth open? Yeah. And I went proper, like, like, and all me, like, me fucking mouth expanded. I looked like fucking Homer Simpson. Like, in a proper big old fucking, like, what was the Popeye's fucking foe? What was his name? Brutus. Yeah. That's what I looked like. Like, so I just got fucking too much top lip. You've got a good tash there. It's like fucking, uh, it's a, both of them kind of. T- yeah. No, no, yeah. no fucking um, 
lamby kind of tash. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah, big I, fucking I, I tash. I understand what you're saying. You're saying I'm like Daley Thompson, like beefy, like Pat Roach, whereas you're like David Niven, Mickey Pierce, yeah, like you know maybe Freddie Mercury. Like... No, no, you're Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's got that big, that big fucking big tash. Little drops are coming, but mine's. <laughs> MTV launched uh, in August 1981. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. What was the first record played on MTV? Um, what, that was the first record played on MTV? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Because that, that's a record that's normally associated with the 80s, isn't it? But it was released in the 70s. Yeah. Hmm. That was the first video to get played. Uh, Do you and, like that? Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I think it's good. And I think it was the first 7-inch single that I bought. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, I did get bought ones before that. But uh, that was the first one that I remember, like, having. Mm. I've still got. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking great video called The Radio Star. Yeah. Um, I never had MTV. I always really wanted MTV. I don't think I knew what it was until probably, like, the mid-80s or, or late-80s. Yeah, no, do you know what? When I actually think 1981, I don't think I had any idea what it was. I reckon it would have been... It would have just been like yuppies that had it. Yeah. Like, you know, like the the, the, the couple that live next door to Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation. Yeah. They'd have been the, the, the only people watching MTV at that point. The only people I can think of back in the 80s would have been like, I don't know, like, you know, you had them like Sporkies that got a Florida and things like that. It'd been like them sorts that had. Or the it. ones that had like a Millennium Falcon <laughs> and that. When normal kids just had like a snow speeder that was like half the price. <laughs> the fact that my parents bought me an Millennium Falcon a couple of months ago. Oh, that don't paint me any good picture, does it? Um, but yeah, I I I, I remember. I reckon. MTV for me would have been maybe Madonna, Thriller, yeah. Money for Nothing, yeah, and like maybe that was my kind of aware that it existed. But I think it was probably in the nineties. Like I remember, like um, like our mate Bollocks, he was spoiled and he had MTV, and like and I remember him like watching like um, Headbangers Ball and stuff like that. And and yeah. uh, what do, was... do you know what? I don't think I've ever watched MTV. Really? I've never ever watched it. The only the only time I've watched MTV is um I used to watch Beavis and Butted. Yeah. Where me and Andy would sit there watching Beavis and Butted. Yeah. And and like they showed the videos from MTV. I don't think I've ever watched MTV. I think I ended up like did we have MTV at any point when I still lived at home? I still lived at home until I was like quite old because we were doing the bands and stuff. Well, you only had a few pubes up until you were about 26. That's right. And like, and then it just seemed, it all changed then. After that, you know, I'd be looking at me Mickey Pierce, mate, whilst I was like pure fucking Daley Thompson. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, just overtook you. Um, overtook you too much now. Like, Got too many pubes that you know what to do with, really. Yeah, it is. I have to have a chat with my hairdresser who has to run the clippers up my back now. Because he, he, he started, like, trimming me neck when he come round. Uh, and, he, and I was like, look, mate, there's no point going down there because 
it's going to keep going until you get to me arsehole. <laughs> and like, where, the, where the fuck did he stop? Like, and in the end, he was like, would you want me to shave your, your bullet? For you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what a marvellous night for a moon. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Well, Paul Paul Obday wanted us to talk about Dukes of Hazard, but I never watched Dukes of Hazard that much. But you did, didn't you? Do you know what my issue was with it? It was a bit car based, and we've, we've, it's well documented my issue with car based things. I have to say, he has preempted by saying you would probably say it was boring. Yeah, it, it weren't Cannibal Run, it weren't Smoking the Bandit, but it was based around the General Lee, which weren't. Which was a pretty cool car. I loved the fact they didn't have doors. They got in through the window. And truth be told, I remember thinking, like, the blonde bloke in it was really fucking cool. Uh, but I just remember thinking, she's nice. I, d- I definitely watched it a few times, but I just remember, like, car-based stunts. Yeah. That's, that's my memories of Dukes of Hazard. I can't get excited about car-based stunts. Like... There's a there's a big market for it because I think they're currently releasing Fast and Furious twenty or something, and like and bloke a lot of blokes I know love that. Do they? Yeah, my brother-in-law he's all over that. He loves a motor. He's he a loves, car-based bloke, though. He's he? a car-based bloke. I know I'm a qualified mechanic, but I'm not a car-based bloke. If you ain't a qualified, did you you didn't get the qualification? I've did got you? a certificate which tells you that I have a city and guilds in motor vehicle studies. You can't change your tyre. You gave my dad's cousin a nervous twitch. <laughs> <laughs> See you next month. Bye. Remembering when we were young in the 80s